Now, two staff members at a creche in County Meath have tested positive for COVID-19, while other staff and parents are awaiting their own test results. Mary Daly is the chief executive of Dina Oga Community Childcare in Navan, and she joins me now on the line. And thank you for joining us this morning, Mary. Um, can you tell me, I suppose, what was your reaction, firstly, when you, when you got these positive tests at the creche? Well, shock was our first reaction, to be honest with you, Sarah. Um, we were devastated to uh, know that we had COVID-19 in the building because we had done so much work all during the three months that we closed. The staff had trained on infectious control. We had done a, a huge amount of work within the building. We had spent over €10,000 on PPE gear, you know, re re um rearranging how people would access the, the premises. Um, in fact, they don't access the premises at all. Only staff come into the premises and children. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we were just devastated. And Absolutely you, devastated. Do you have any idea what happened or how the two staff members got sick? No. I, I, it's a mystery because both staff members don't mix in work and they don't mix outside work. So it is very, very strange. And other staff workers, like we would have a floater going between two rooms, um, and that that staff member uh, has tested negative. And the staff member, colleagues of the people working with the two people that have it, have all tested negative. So, yeah, it's just a complete mystery, uh, to be very honest. You know, we can't find a connection whatsoever. Um between the two rooms because we've been operating in pods since we reopened in, in um, on the 29th. And the pods mean that each room has their own staff. They're isolated. The children are isolated from the rest of the children and staff in the building. And there's only one common denominator, which would be the floater that goes in to do reliefs and do breaks and that type of thing. So the two staff that have got it out of eight staff tested, it's only two that have it. The rest have come back negative, thanks be to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, you know, we're astonished. The first, Your first reaction is, what did I do wrong? How could we have done things better? Uh, you know, um, but really, we had done everything. Our COVID-19 response document was exemplary. Um, and, and all the measures we put in place, you know, there's nothing really we could have changed. And the two staff members who are sick or, or were sick, um, were they very sick or are they all right? No, they weren't very sick. Um, and that's the strange thing about it. We take temperatures three times a day for staff, not for children. None of them were presenting with temperature. Uh, so no they weren't very sick uh, you know I've spoken to, I've been in touch with both of them on a daily basis uh, and the sniffles sore throat seems to have been the common denominator um, sniffles and just aches and pains now but no they're not very sick okay. and again we're very thankful for that they're not very sick um, yeah, so, and, yeah, and as we, you say the, the other staff members have come back negative what about the children or wh- wh- where are you at in this process we have, now well, we had, out of all the children that have tested out of eight children we have six back and there are six negative um, in one pod um, and two children one child is waiting to be tested and one t- child has come back positive uh, so we've had three children positive but there are three siblings um, so uh, but all the other children so far have come back negative. And how... So still, ha- testing is still going on, uh, Sarah. Yeah, and sorry, that's what I wanted to ask you, Mary. I'm surprised to hear that because when did this all happen? 
Well, it all, we, we would have been informed, first of all, on uh, last Tuesday was when we first knew that we had a difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Tuesday, we would have closed down the pod where the, the, um, where the employee was confirmed on Tuesday evening. She was confirmed, so we closed down the pod. But because of the common denominator of the floater, I closed down the second pod as a precaution. Okay. But then when we had those, that second one I closed down as a precaution, then that lady went for testing and one of them came back positive, but the rest came back negative. Okay, but that all happened last Tuesday and you closed down the two pods, but the testing is still ongoing. It's ongoing, you see. And were you surprised by that, that it's taken that long? I was, I was. But then again, look, I'm not au fait with how these things work. We heard, we've heard, listened to it on the news, but when you're in the midst of it, it's a different kettle of fish altogether. Mm. Um, Yes, it has been ongoing all week, whereas the first couple of tests of staff came back pretty quickly within 24 hours but it seems to have slowed down um, and that I would imagine because there's more going through the system. Okay. And but what's been the reaction from, from the parents then? Well I have to say the parents have been extremely supportive. Now we have communicated with the parents constantly through phone messages, through we use Child's Path through the, WhatsApp, through the app and I have had Zoom meetings with the parents um, so the parents are the first people we talk to um, and they have been very, very supportive. I have to say they've been very supportive. I've also got great support from the preschool inspectors here in Mead um, and from other colleagues around the country ringing to see if they can help or even the department, what can we do? Uh, so people have been very, very supportive. Um, but we just have to, I suppose, realise, Sarah, that we can only do our very, very best and we're depending on so many other elements to also be res- uh, responsible and we can't we can't control what happens outside of our crashes mm. you know uh, and that just we can't we can't control that um so unfortunately we are where we are hopefully we'll be all ready to uh, reopen this day week and uh, that we will have no more cases um and uh, like every room that closes down is completely sanitized cleaned and kept shut there and nobody goes into those rooms now until we reopen. And um, are you concerned, or sorry, not not are you concerned, but how concerned would you be, I suppose, for other creches then? Or would you have any message for other creches or childcare facilities, Mary? Well, I suppose all you can do is whatever protocol you have in place, you stick to it. You know, and if you have the right protocols in place around sanitising, washing of hands, disinfecting everything as you go along. You can only do your best. And I'm sure, Sarah, that we're the first because I decided I would come out and make a statement myself uh, rather than fake news go out there and different stories been told that were incorrect. So we came out ourselves and made this public uh, because we have to be honest with each other. Mm. And I'm sure we're not going to be, we're the first crash maybe that is, or are we the first crash? I don't know. Um, but we're the first crash that has come out and said this has happened to us. And we have to be honest. And were you reluctant or worried about coming out about it, Mary? Well, in the beginning, yes, I was. I have to say, when I heard it, I nearly got sick. <laughs> That's been very honest. Oh my God, you know, everybody's going to know it's terrible. And then when I kind of calmed down and said, look, this is where we are. When I saw the response of parents, I said, no, we need to come out and say, this has happened to us. You know, there's no shame attached here. We haven't done anything wrong. It's, 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 in, it's part of our lives. 
So the next you know? few months then, when it's also going to be part of our lives and going mm-hmm. into the winter months and ventilation being more of an issue and people getting other sniffles and, and, and all of that, how do you feel going into the winter months for crashes? Well, it's going to be great fun, isn't it? Because <laughs> children get runny noses, they get coughs, they get all of those things that are not COVID-related whatsoever. So I suppose we're just going to have to live with it and deal with it. However... I, you know, was speaking to somebody the other day, they were saying that those coughs and sniffles mightn't be as prevalent during the winter because of the amount of uh, cleaning and disinfectant and washing of hands. We may be able to minimise that, but that's just we may be able. We just have to, we just have to get on with it, Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, and be positive and say we can get through this, um, and just look at the the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, we're as I say, we're the first crash out there but we're not going to be the last one. Um, you mentioned the floating worker who was going between mm-hmm. the, the two pods um, and that being the only link between the two the two staff mm-hmm. members who got sick. Um, we know there's going to be people like that as well in schools, probably SNAs maybe mm-hmm. moving between classrooms just because there aren't enough of them. Um, would you be concerned about that or would you, from what you've learned, will you be using floating workers in, well, in the future or is it just a necessity? Well, in a way, it's a necessity, but yes, well, that is one of the things I will be looking at. And if I can get enough, you see, childcare is crying out for staff at the moment. Uh, we're in a critical situation with a shortage of staff before COVID-19 ever came on, on the scene. And that's all down to terms and conditions for staff. They're very badly paid. Uh, you know, so we have a chronic shortage of staff. In an ideal world, I would not use floaters again and I will be doing my level best to try to employ extra staff wherever possible so that we don't have to use floaters. And is that uh, down to resources again then? It, it's not It's not, no, not really down to resources. It's down to the availability of staff and trained staff uh, because we are being supported by the department in, in some funding, which is great, absolutely great, and gives us the opportunity of taking on extra staff if we can get them. Okay. And well, that's the big question is if they're available to us, none of us would object to having more staff than is actually required in the building, um, but to cut down, uh, you know, uh, the floater. But people have to get their lunch. Mm-hmm. They have to get their breaks. So, you know, we have to uh, comply with employers' legislation also. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me this morning. That's Mary Daly, Chief Executive of the Naoga Community Childcare in Navan, who had that outbreak. We'll be talking about COVID-19 and the outbreak in the Midlands next. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.